Welcome to the first ever episode of the Under Pressure Podcast. I'm Mason Lockamy here with Brandon Kowser, Zach Pham, and Caleb Peterson. Today we're talking the NFL, we're talking the NBA, and first and foremost we're talking the Fight Club this past weekend. <laughs> um, Jake Paul, Ben Askren, the boxing world is changing before our very eyes. What are your first thoughts about the fight itself and what this means for the future of fighting itself, uh, Zach? Um, I'm just going to start off with the whole event. I mean, the, if anyone watched it, the first three fights were the worst fights I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> um, the first fight, the the loser only landed one punch. Um, no, zero punches. My zero bad. punches. <laughs> Out of like 25 thrown, it was, was it the absolutely second terrible. Or third fight where the guy got stretchered off for a crotch shot that didn't even hit him in the crotch. <laughs> and um, it literally really scraped the side. He didn't make contact at all with the guy, and he got stretchered off. So I'm really confused about that one. <laughs> Somebody look up if he's okay. Like, I want to know what happened after that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, well, honestly, like, he, really, buys, he really got grazed with the with yeah, the wrist. Hit, like the leather on the glove is what touched him. Like the, the thin <laughs> top of leather on that glove is scraped the skin cells. Um, but what you honestly paid for was a Doja Cat concert. <laughs> <laughs> she got done, and then she came right back on after another fight. They put her back out. I don't know what that was all about. She performed every song she's ever recorded. But then we finally is that you pay for Doja Cat concert? <laughs> That's not important. We finally got to Justin Bieber. Um, he performed, and then we finally got to Askren and Paul. And um, Askren walked up there with his dad bod. Um, and Jake walked out with a freaking robot. I wonder how much that cost it. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it would have been a. I didn't think anyone was getting knocked out. I thought it'd be a full fight um but he knocked him out in the first round like it was nothing um, y'all think i think jake paul's legit no bruh you gotta There's give him some type of respect now oh, i mean i give him i give him credit because he knocked out a fighter this time like i do give him credit for that 100 yeah, percent. did you did you not see the video sports center posted where he where ben Askren literally didn't know where he was when he got up that's why i said he, he knocked out a fighter yeah, that's what i'm saying but He's not going to go against a – if he went against Canola Alvarez, he'd get murdered. <laughs> really? That's what I'm saying. You can't put him on – he's a – you can give him respect, but we can't all be like, oh, we got to start thinking different about Jake. Pa no, you can't do that. <laughs> yes, you do. That's what I'm saying. If he, he, can against, if he goes against the actual boxer, it does not matter what the boxer's record is. It if he's matter. in the same weight class, oh, Paul he gets, loses. He gets, he gets like more respect. About. He gets more, more respect, more respect because he went up against a fighter. Oh, I, I, it's not that's what I said. I, I give him, I give him, I give him more respect because he beat a fighter 100, 100%. But until he beats a boxer who knows what they're doing in that ring, I, like, I can't give him the full amount of respect that he, like any other fighter, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I give him more respect now, of course, because he beat okay. a fighter. Okay. That's but, all I need to know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Even, what, 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 is that um, what is that fight for y'all? mean to the future of boxing because this this is like the this fight was like the biggest fight all year so far and it's a youtuber versus a former mma fighter so what zach, does that mean y'all zach you want to start brandon just uh, brandon for me asking us my fault um it means it don't really mean that much to me it just means like the 
the fighting world is they're going to like respect entertainers a little bit more and entertainers are going to be more involved into the sport. You see that involvement into it. Dude came shit off Disney Channel, YouTube, and now he's in a ring. And they gave him the main event and he won somehow. Big Money Ben, that's what I'm going to call him because I think it was rigged. But like, it, it definitely changes the boxing world. We'll see a lot of YouTubers and entertainers. They'll come in and try to start fighting. Next, we'll probably see Bryce Hall or something. He's already supposed to fight. Yeah, he already got to fight. He already is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, versus YouTube. Goodness. Okay. So a bunch of YouTubers and TikTokers getting together and fighting the same night is going to be stupid. Zach's paying for that one, too. Yeah. What <laughs> this puts into concrete now, honestly, is the fact that boxing is now the number one part of its promotional and media. Um, Facts. Because Jake Paul doesn't have a history of boxing he does now of course but i mean not like these other guys that are actual considered professional boxers which jake's gonna get there it sounds like in those ranks he um, wants to join that um but those guys are boring they don't get on social media and call everybody out they don't make these funny videos we're in the day and age where social media is like the biggest thing in the world and jake paul literally capitalized off of that and that's why this fight was so big if jake paul was a quiet guy that made his weird little youtube videos mess he wouldn't there wouldn't have been the hype for this he didn't have his loud mouth and that's that's the thing that's the only reason he is getting this hype is because he doesn't shut up he makes people mad and he he beats their ass yeah yeah um and that's i mean he People hate him, and I don't even really like him that much, but I know he's a genius because he's marketing marketing himself so perfectly. Like the same thing, I, I don't want to get off topic, but Takashi 6 9 I hate him, but dude markets himself so perfectly. That's the only reason he's relevant. You want to bring up the rat. Yeah, exactly. Dude brings <laughs> up Takashi. Everyone hates him, but like, no, the thing he, is, I was thinking about that. He's relevant, though. Yeah. He is. Any, public, er, any publicity is good publicity. He, so. He's smart. He's I don't know about that one. Doing. But in, like in, in this case. Yeah, that's, 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 oh, that's no, not really. Wish. I don't know. That's not always true. But, I mean, you yeah, think about it. Sean Watson. Well, yeah, true with him. But, like. Sean Watson. And Takashi took an L after he came back. His music sales. People have been boycotting him. If Jake Paul does something, like, crazy, I'm sure people would boycott him, too. I mean, he's already got in trouble for, like, sexual allegations or something at some point, I think. It's allegations. Same thing with Watson, even though I brought that up. But um, yeah. Honestly, I I didn't think the fight was uh that well. I didn't think the overall event was that good. I mean, you, you have three, four fights that take up a total of fifteen minutes, and the rest of the two and a half hours is concert. So, um, what about the I future just, of boxing though? Do it. The future of boxing. What does this <laughs> do for the future of boxing? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. How I think, so? I want to hear from Pete on that one. He isn't. Wait, you tell me. Wait, which part are you talking about? Like Paul what and Askren, or Paul and Askren? This fight. What does it say about the future of boxing? Um, on, like that. Honestly, if you have like enough followers or enough like support, like a big enough support system, that you can honestly get that ability to go up in that ring and train and be able to fight. Jake Paul had the. Did he? Was it him that was training with? trainer for one of them fights or something like that that he did no or was it, it was Nate Robinson 
Oh, so I know. Either way, somebody right, had. Mate. I didn't know who it was. I knew somebody had one, but I knew Jake Paul had good trainers that have fought before. Um, and I mean, if you have the ability to get them really good trainers and have the people that can train you right and have that fame, I mean, what's stopping you from being able to get in that ring and fight as well? You know. Hey, he been grinding too. You gotta give him some type of respect. He been grinding for a while yeah, now, three trying years, to be a boxer. Last three years, he's been. Working yeah. harder than anyone else, honestly. Yeah. Which sounds crazy, but it's true. And you can't you can't deny it. Okay, well, we know in the world of boxing the days of old are over where you know two stout fighters are gonna be the main event. That's over. And moving on to the NFL, a lot of QB's uh careers in their current in their past cities are over. Because in the NFL, we've seen a lot of QBs so far this offseason move on to new teams. We're talking everybody from Ant- Andy Andy Dalton to Sam Darnold to Matt Stafford and so on and so forth. So I want to know from uh, Caleb first, which QB in their new city do you think will take their team to the new heights fastest, will perform the best? It's tough for me being a Colts fan. I want to say Carson Wentz with all my heart. <clears throat> but I, I I can't I can't do that. Hey, I would hey, no I, Carson Wentz slander. I I look that's what I'm saying. I love Carson Wentz, and I obviously hope he succeeds. I'd love to see him win us a Super Bowl. But Matthew Stafford going to the Rams is just going to be he's. I feel like he's going to be really dominant there. Um, Carson Wentz comes in a close second for me, but Matthew Stafford's top. I, I just don't see him. I just don't see him. Repeat. Yeah. What are you wearing? What do you mean? <laughs> That's so weird. What? What? I'm <laughs> being weird, Zach. <laughs> just in the, mi- just in the middle. <laughs> Zach, ask it again. Ask it again. No, we're done now. Um, <laughs> I just Bro, you're I, weird. You're I, weird. Yeah, that was weird. Out of nowhere. Out of pocket. But um. Carson Wentz comes in a close second for me, but Matthew Stafford with the Rams, I just don't see anybody being able to match him this season with the success he's going to have with his new team, honestly. Mm. And that's just personal opinion on that. I see that a little bit, but for me, I'm going to have to say Andy Dalton. I know that's kind of wild, Yo. but here's the thing. The Bears – Yeah, that's not it. <laughs> that is it. I promise you it's it. <laughs> no, that's not it. What are you thing. talking Andy Dalton is going to connect with Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney has been getting open, but Mitch Trubisky has been throwing to him. Uh uh-uh, uh, we ain't having a middle. Mitch slander on here. Yeah, we, don't, we don't. We don't. We don't have Mitch slander. Yeah, we slander Mitch. No, we don't. That's a topic for another Mitch day. Mitch had a bad career. Like what? You can't That's say anything good for, about Mitch. That's a topic for another day. Don't talk about that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Darnell Mooney can actually. He actually has a good QB now. I didn't say his name, but you know who I'm talking about. And also. The Bears franchise tag, Allen Robinson. He's going to do his thing. The offensive line is okay. Andy Dalton can handle it. He's a veteran quarterback. He can do what he needs to do. And the defense is still solid. So, like, I think they're going to make solid. it this season. Okay. Zach? Well, as much as I hate to say it, um, my pick's going to have to be Sam Darnold with the You damn right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yo, this man's out of pocket. Out of pocket. What do you mean? Zach knows. Zach knows uh, football. He, my, he knows the NFL. He knows what's going on. Let me explain. Um, 
first it starts off with Matt Rule and Joe Brady. Um, Joe Brady literally, if we're being honest, the only reason Joe Burrow is where he is right now is because of Joe Brady. Before Brady got to LSU, Joe Burrow was average, probably would not have got drafted, and he wasn't going to get drafted in most mock drafts. He was not even a top five SEC quarterback, and that's saying a lot because the quarterbacks in the SEC, besides Bama, usually are not very good. Um, NFL-wise, getting drafted, Brady turned Burrow into arguably the most prolific college football season ever out of a quarterback um, and took helped him coming there, turned Burrow into what he was, and helped him win – the national championship and the rest is history. And Burroughs, obviously, I think we all agree, is going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. Already is. Um, Cap. Brady. <laughs> go yeah, you got to chill with that. Um, Brady is now uh, offensive coordinator for the Panthers, if I recall right. He's offensive coordinator, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Um, very young. So you got Brady there, a quarterback genius. He learned from um, Sean Payton in New Orleans, who's also a quarterback genius. And now you're bringing Sam Darnold, who has the raw talent. He he can throw like Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying he has the brain of Patrick Mahomes, but he has the angles. He has the same throwing style as Patrick Mahomes. He makes those crazy throws like Patrick Mahomes. And you have to think, Sam Darnold played for the worst NFL coach I've ever seen in my life, um, Adam Gase. He had no targets. He had no help. Had a terrible O-line. He's now going into the very quarterback-friendly team of the Carolina Panthers with a genius at a coach in Matt Rule, Joe Brady. Matt Rule turns everything he does around. He has an exciting offense. He turned Robbie Anderson into a – I wouldn't say he's the Panthers' number one wide receiver because of DJ Moore, but he turned him into another team's number one wide receiver. Looking at him, he can be. He's a speedster. You got DJ Moore, who's underrated, of course. Um, those are two targets that he's never had. And you say, oh, he did have Robbie Anderson. He didn't have this Robbie Anderson because Matt Rule was capitalizing off Robbie Anderson. Adam Gase did not. Adam Gase did not use Robbie Anderson like he should have. Robbie Anderson, I don't think ever even got, I don't think he ever eclipsed 1,000 yards with the Jets. And I'm pretty sure he did that first year in with Teddy Bridgewater as his quarterback, and that's saying a lot. Yes, um, and now you're bringing in a young, talented Sam Darnold with all the raw talent in the world. All he needs is a good coach, a good system, and he has exactly that. And he has the best running back in the league in Christian McCaffrey, who is also a 1,000-yard receiver his last full season, which is insane. And you got a running game out of him that's unstoppable. There's... There's nothing against him here. He has all the weapons. If he sucks on one Sunday, oh, here's Christian McCaffrey. Let me hand it off to him. Let me dump it off to Christian. It's too easy for him. This system is set up for him to succeed. And he still won't fail. Okay. Man, you already know my pick. You already know my pick. Slanging Sammy Darnold. Yes, sir. I'm on Zach. I'm, I'm with Zach on this one. I'm with Zach on this one. Look, Zach just told you everything I needed to know. What, what what else is there? Did you know and I hate Sam Darnold has only thrown over 3,000 yards one time in his career? Did, did you know that Sam seasons? Darnold is younger than Joe Burrow? Do you know what happened last time Joe Brady had a 23-year-old quarterback under his wing? Hey, I, and are you I, forgetting I, where Sam Darnold played 
Bro, I just want to say, I love Sam me. Darnold, and I hope he succeeds. I was wanting him before we got Wentz, honestly. Um, piece of crap. But to back up Zach's point mm. on the quarterback, Adam Gase, I can't say he's the worst quarter or worst coach I've ever heard of. I mean, there still is Bill O'Brien out there somewhere. Um, but Bill I, O'Brien I, was a good coach until the end when he got his ego. You got to chill out with that. Oh, yeah, for sure. The yeah. dude took the Texans to big levels, but then he was like, "Oh, my head's big," and traded everyone away because they were talking crap. Yeah, don't don't ever don't utter that again. But, Adam Gase is terrible. That's that's the thing though is, <laughs> nah, Adam Gase sucks. Adam <laughs> no. Gase is the worst. Thing. They're both Adam bad. Gase, I don't know how he went God, from sucking on my Dolphins. They were like, "Oh, the Jets were like, oh, let's call this dude up and hire him." That was the dumbest thing the Jets have done in the history of their franchise. <laughs> they hired at. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Dude sucks. He doesn't deserve to be an offensive coordinator. He doesn't deserve to be an offensive assistant. He doesn't deserve to be a freaking scout. He doesn't deserve to be the secretary at the front desk when you walk into the practice facility. Dude sucks. <laughs> you don't let him coach your little league football team. Oh my God. He sucks. His offensive ability sucks. <laughs> if he ever gets a job in the NFL again, I'm going to go apply somewhere because I should get a job too because that dude sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Continue. Uh, okay, well, while, while we're talking NFL and while we're talking teams going to new heights, let's let's talk about our way too early predictions for the Super Bowl 56. Go ahead, Pete. I need to laugh. 22. Pete, what do you think? I know you're thinking something crazy. Man, you know – <clears throat> it's a tough prediction. Um, it, I just, I do see the Rams in the Super Bowl this year with Stafford first year. Um, that's from NFC, obviously. Um, I do think it's going to come down to the Bucks or either Green Bay and the Rams. <clears throat> but I think that from the AFC, I'm going to have to say the Bills. Um, I want. I want to say the Chiefs. Um, they both have a lot to play for this year. Um, they both have extreme motivation um, because of last year's like downfalls they had. And I honestly, I'd love to see either one of those in it. Um, but I, I'm probably gonna my solid selection that I think is definitely a high percent chance is Rams and Chiefs. But I'm gonna go Rams and Bills just because of the fact that I'd love to see them too in it. Well, Pete's talking. From his emotions and not from his brain. Well, if I'm going from what I want to see, I'm going Pat's Bucks because um, I want some Belichick versus Brady. But if I'm being realistic, um, I'm going Chiefs Rams. Um, but I also put a little slash beside Rams and put Green Bay. Honestly, the drafts next week, depending on how Green Bay drafts, and they've had a history of not drafting more for crap. At least for Aaron Rodgers' sake, um, they have a good draft. I'm sliding Green Bay into that spot, but of course that's futuristic, which is stupid. But right now, I do have to <laughs> stick with the Rams um, because of the addition of Matthew Stafford. Um, they already have a tier one defense, as we know, um, and Goff was a good quarterback, but he wasn't a quarterback that was gonna. Yeah, he got there that one year. That was a stellar year, but he has not proved anything since. He can hold down your franchise, but he can't take your franchise to the next level. And he's shown that these last few years. 
Best of luck to him in Detroit. I hate they had to go to Detroit. Crappy place to play. Um, no offense to people from Detroit. Um, Detroit. Your team sucks. Yeah, the Lions Jeez. suck. You're the worst Jesus. sports franchise. In the they know that. They know that. They just, <laughs> yeah, they hey, you had Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, though. If, the, if the Rams got a good running back, dude. Oh, that's what they need. They'd be. They need to draft their running back. I don't think they have a first round pick because they trade all those away like idiots. Hey, um, get Javante early first or early second round. Yeah, get they him need or Michael to, Carter. They need to real bad draft a running back. Their whatever their first pick is, it's gonna be second round because they literally trade their first round picks away all the freaking time. I think <laughs> they haven't had one the last four years. Um, well, let me tell you what I think then. I think we're seeing a Super Bowl 55 rematch. I think it's Bucks. I think it's Chiefs oh, yeah? again. I think I, – I, how can you how can you bet against the Bucks? They got everybody coming back. Everybody coming back. I'm sure they're going to get even more coming to the team because Tom Brady's there and he wants an eighth ring. I guess. A healthy Aaron Donald, though. I feel like the Rams would have made it if Aaron Donald was healthy in that playoff game. Road to the Super Bowl for NFC got – Ten times harder this off season, and depending on his draft, it could be even harder. Yeah, yeah. Especially like Pete said, if the Rams draft the running back, which they should, if they have any brain cells, yeah, that should Cam be their Akers. first. Cam Akers is solid. He's not their franchise running back, though. They need he's a Pause. he's a he's a solid like. Hey, he he put up some numbers in fantasy for me. Pauls. That's all I know. Pauls. <laughs> I would I would say no. uh, for <laughs> me. <laughs> I got the Rams, of course, in there for the NFC. And <clears throat> y'all, y'all ain't going to like this one. Oh, God. I'm going to get ready to get up and leave the room. Dude's going to say Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Colts going to the hey, – hey. They went 11-5 and five with Phillip Rivers. Turn me up. Turn me up, Brandon. Sorry, all the Chargers fans, people that think Phillip Rivers is Hall of Fame. I think he's Buns. This past season, he was Buns. Carson Wentz is going to come back healthy. He's going to play like he did in 2017. And he's going to go to the Super Bowl. So, I got the Colts up in there. And their defense was amazing. I don't know if they're number one defense, but I'm looking at it. They averaged – I mean, they only allowed 362 points. That's amazing for NFL. The whole season, that's really amazing. Average is like 400. So, they – their defense is so solid. And if Carson Wentz can play to his potential – they're going to the Super Bowl. Brandon, I would love that take if we weren't talking about the Colts. But it's hey, the Colts. Uh-uh. We're not disrespecting you my team. You can't just hate <laughs> the Colts. They've been consistent for years. They've been consistent for years. They're going to make it there. Peyton Manning's a Bronco. Uh-uh. We're not, we not disrespecting him. We're not disrespecting the Bronco. We're not disrespecting Peyton right now. Uh-uh. All right, Mason, what's your take? Who do you think? He said the Bucks in the. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Sorry, in I, the I what? Didn't. I said Bucks Chiefs rematch. It's kind of lame, but okay. I it's lame. I'm accurate. Hey, it's possible pick. to strong picks. Probably the. No, I don't know. The Rams probably have a higher chance. We're talking off what's Las Vegas is saying, but that's a good pick. Speaking of Las Vegas, I think the Raiders will beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. Whoa, Raiders seem to be. <laughs> I don't. Raiders, the Raiders will beat the Chiefs and if they make the Detroit. Playoffs. I don't hate that. If they make the playoffs. Yeah, I it's definitely possible. 
Like, uh, Raiders have a good team. There's they no do. Team I like Derek so Carr. They're not consistent at all. Yeah, they're, like, they're so inconsistent. They beat the Chiefs last year, and then they'll go lose to someone like Jacksonville. It's, it's, they almost lost that. to the Jets. Yeah, you <laughs> can't do that. The Jets. Yeah. They went 8-8, eight and eight, which is mediocre, of course. Yeah. Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback. He's so underrated, in my opinion. Yeah. That's a topic for another day. Well, well, um, moving on. It's a lot of NFL talk. So I said we move on to the NBA. And what Caleb has been nagging us about for a week now because he thinks it's so cool. Peter boy. He thinks he really has his set. We're going to talk our current right now NBA starting fives, who we would want on our team as a starting five to win the most games right now. We want, we want rings. We want wins. Pete, what's your team? Tell me it. This would be a I perfect spot for a commercial. <laughs> just wanted to let that be known. Um, do, do y'all really want me to start? Mine's not crazy reckless, but there's it's a couple argumentative picks in there. Go ahead. Let me hear it. Let me hear Go it. Ahead. All right, so you got to have Steph at point guard. I mean, it's not – and man, he's just going on a tear right now. He's just the yeah, greatest shooter ever. All right, he's we'll just, give him that. We'll give him that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're All right. I'm rocking with Steph. All right, shooting guard. This is where it could get – I got Devin Booker. Um. I I love Devin Booker. He's a ice cold shooter always. Booker. Uh, and I I enjoy watching him play. I think he's one of the best shooting guards I've ever watched. Um, and Balls. Balls. That's why that I said that's why that I've, that's why I said that I've ever watched. That's why that's why I said that I've ever watched. I have not went back and watched a ton of old games. So you've only watched the Suns play. No, <laughs> start watching the NBA, bro. Well, I mean, I'm a Sixers fan, so it ain't like I get to watch a lot of good shooting guards I know over y'all there. Get to watch a lot of good nothing over there, but come on. Okay, stop. hold on now. But small forward, I put KD. Obviously, KD, love him. Um, power mm-hmm. forward, uh, I put Julius Randle. Um, that's gonna get some disagreement, I'm sure. Um, Julius Randle's a dog. This is, um, this is this is your rough draft, right? No, this is this is my for real draft. Julius Randle is a dog. He is right now top ten player, hundred percent. The way he's playing, hundred percent. Yo, okay, top fifteen, top fifteen, top fifteen. But man's is man's is playing out his tail right now, dude. Like you, dude, he's going crazy. Who's your center, bro? Who's your center? Joel. You already know we got to put Joel in there. You got two respectable picks. Actually, three. Three out of five. 60%. I guess you passed. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that, was, that was out of pocket, Pete. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want any more explanations. You can just, you can, Brandon, what's your, what's your, what? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to move on after that, man. Truly. Right. <laughs> y'all, y'all may not be rocking with the point guard, but I'm rocking with them. That boy, Ben Simmons. Yo, even even from me, I'm a Sixers fan. I got to back it up. Hold on, what? Yeah. Crazy? Bro, it's second in defensive play of the year ratings right now. He is amazing defensively, and he can dish the ball. Dude's doing amazing. I give you that. I give you, you that. Made he's going to power he, he may not be like the best, but he's he's going to provide. If you're thinking of wins, he's he's a winner. He's going to get you wins. He can facilitate the team. Then he's I got James Harden at shooting guard. To make up for that scoring deficit, James Harden. If he wasn't injured right now, he would be my MVP. James Harden, of course, three-time scoring champ MVP. You already know. There's Julius Randle. 
Then I got LeBron James. You know he's a winner. Dude always wins. That's that's pretty much what he does. And a lot of people forget about this player for no reason. Giannis Antetokounmpo. People people don't I even like, say Chris <laughs> Dude's dude's two time MVP. He was just like the player of the year last year. He is amazing. He's he's going to get you wins. He's single-handedly carrying the Bucks team to the playoffs every year. And then at center, I got Jokic. The yes, sir. Yes, sir. So pretty, so pretty much, you look at you look at all my team. Uh, let me look at these stats real quick. Jokic, the point center. Pretty good rebounding. Best ball movement out of any lineup that you're going to get. It's literally the best ball movement. And defensively, you can't do this. Defense player of the year last year. My pick, future defense player of the year this year, Ben Simmons. Giannis, you can't beat us defensively. That's my starting five. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, I don't, Brandon's definitely ahead of Pete for sure. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Besides Julius Randle, I did have slash Sabonis, but Randle, man. Still, it's a <laughs> what? Sabonis? Sabonis is good, but you have so many players to pick from. You're like, Julius Randle. <laughs> Sabonis, Sabonis. <laughs> what? What? Bro, oh, look at goodness. Randall's stats, dog. Man is working. Right I'd now. work on the Knicks. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is no disrespect to the Knicks and no disrespect to Randall. No, disrespect the Knicks. They know yeah, that. that. Yeah, but Randall is doing good. Don't get wrong. Deserves being all star. He was. Yeah. <laughs> you said he was top 10. He's, I don't think he's top 15, if to be honest, out of the players in the league. There's some dang good players in the league. Oh, my gosh. Um, Hey, I'm we gotta have it. some hot takes. That's what makes it entertaining. That was really, that was really hot. <laughs> yeah, and Devin Booker. I didn't even Yo, okay. My point guard. This is probably gonna call some reactions, but I'm gonna explain it. Um, Damian Lillard, and why I have Lillard as my point is because of his clutch factor, and obviously he can score. He can do everything a point can do. Um. But if you get in a late-game situation, you can't tell me there's anyone else you want the ball in your hand than Damian Lillard. And even Brandon knows that. Okay, There's so a lot of people. Don't don't you dare. Don't you Bro, dare. He does it all the <laughs> time. He's like the best clutch point scorer in the league right now. It, it's, it's, it's not even close. Who, who else? Clutch. Um, clutch. Westbrook. Yo, Bro. get out. No, nah, Westbrook. Right. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Number two, um, my shooting guard. Of course, James Harden. Um, Harden, he's going to get you 30 points a night. He's going to get you 8 to 10 assists. And he's going to get you 7 to 8 rebounds every night. It's, it's automatic. And that's really helpful. And he can play He can play point two, which is outstanding. But at the same time, he's good off ball. And he's also good with the ball in his hand because he likes to dribble a lot. Um, my small forward, this is really going to get y'all going. Um <laughs> My small forward, Zion Williamson. Oh, my God. Oh, God. No. You're, not, you're not serious. I'm you not said Julius Randle. You shut your mouth. Um, uh, Julius I'm, was my power forward. I don't care. He was in your lineup. It don't matter, bro. <laughs> Did you slash Sabonis? No. I put Zion there first because of his explosiveness. And um, he's I think his field goal percentage is 64%. Yep. That's 
close to the highest in the league, and that's coming off a small forward. And he's honestly positionless. I don't want him running. I don't want him running point, but he can bring the ball up to court. Dude can guard centers. Dude can guard power forwards. Guard shooting guards. He can guard a point. He can guard a point. He can guard anyone on the court. He can't guard Taco though. <laughs> We're not talking about dude. True. Um, but. The dude is – there's no one in the league that can consistently stop him, and he's proved that this year. A 64% field goal shooting, that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Every time he goes to the rim, there's not many times he's not scoring. It's almost every time through hard contact. The dude, we've not seen an athlete like him ever before, and he's honestly – if we're talking about paint dominance, off of what we see right now, there's no one been as dominant as the paint. Giannis. No, I was gonna say Shaq. What? <laughs> okay. When he okay. gets in the paint, he's when not, he gets in the paint. Shaq, Giannis. I don't I will say, say that's what he's closest to. I that's do, his ceiling. I do think Zion is the second most efficient player in the league, right behind Giannis. I yeah, will. he is. Like when he gets the ball in his hand, there's a. It's most likely going in that basket one way or another, and, and people move out the way too. Like people yeah. don't even contest it. He's con- he's intimidating he's, as crap. He's really just getting free lays out here or free dunks and stuff. It's, it's, crazy. it's ridiculous, and just having his explosiveness and his presence in the lineup makes you so much better. Um, my power forward, I'm going with Kevin Durant. Um, Snake. No. Snake. Yeah, Kevin Durant. He's six eleven, but I'm pretty sure he's seven foot seven. Um, longest crap, <laughs> and is one of the best offensive scoring players I've ever seen in my life. Um, clutch as well. He's deadly. We all know it. You can't deny it. Um, just it's ridiculous. And my center, I'm running a weird lineup here, but this dude can play center. Um, I'm going with Giannis Antetokounmpo as my center. And you're like, oh, it's not, it doesn't matter. Giannis can guard them all. Like, let's be honest here. The dude's guarded Embiid, and he's packed as crap. Let's just let's be real. He, he can guard anybody. He's six foot eleven. He's got the wingspan of a freaking skyscraper. Let's just be real there. Um, it's a weird lineup, but I picked a lineup that I felt like in a game would win. I didn't pick it off of who's the best. Who's who's? I feel like this team would work well together. That's why I picked it. Um, and like they're all for the most part can play besides Lillard. You don't want Lillard playing anything else. I mean, technically, he can play shooting guard, but why would you? Um, Harden can play point shooting guard, and he's played small forward in certain positions before. He has. Um, KD can play everything on the court, literally, and he does. Greek freak can literally does everything on the court for the Bucks. He plays point sometimes, he does everything. Um, Zion, you don't want to bring the ball to court, but he can play every other position and can guard every position. So it's really a positionless lineup, and I like it. And um, that's just my take on that. It gives the best opportunity to win a game, in my opinion. It's definitely better than Caleb's. Oh, that my <laughs> I'm good. Don't disrespect Julius Randle. <laughs> my freaking unborn niece has a better freaking starting five. <laughs> Oh, is that guy's knees coming? <laughs> yeah, like no one cares. <laughs> you really felt the need to say that? It's like a cow <laughs> penis, bro. <laughs> Let me hear it. Let me hear it, Mason. Yeah, you heard Mason's lineup. No. It's probably worse. <laughs> nah. He got the mellow guard. You already, you already know. You already know. Point guard, 
We're going Steph. Nobody better. Top two point guard of all time. Argue with me about it later. I don't care. He's gonna he's gonna do everything you need for you. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, what did he say? You just yeah, shut the heck up, Pete. You're done. Uh, let's go to number two. <laughs> number the two the two guard. Give me Harden. Give me Harden, man. My team is starting to sound really lame, but shoot, we're gonna win games. We're gonna win our games. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm rocking with Harden. Go ahead, Steph Harden. The three, the three, the three position. Give me Kawhi. Why has nobody mentioned Kawhi? Come on, man. The claw, defensive mastermind. Where are y'all? He, why are y'all forgetting that man? He's gonna Julius do- Randle. <laughs> okay. He's gonna boost your defense by just stepping on the court. Are you crazy? Number four, man. Give me KD. KD, probably the best scoring threat in the league when he's hot. When he's not hot, it don't matter. He's gonna score the ball at will when he wants to. And at the five position, give me Jokic. He can do anything and everything you want from any position on the court. He can score. He can grab rebounds, and he can pass the ball better than any other center I've ever seen in my entire life. Who is beating this squad? Definitely not Pete's squad. <laughs> no. my, squad my squad's a dog, and it would play great together. Uh, no. Hey, I dude. will say this. We had two people pick Steph. Why I didn't pick Steph is because against elite people, he is a liability on defense. He will be a liability. I did pick one liability on my defender. team. And that's James Harden. He's proved himself defensively a few times, but like his score makes up for it. But Steph is terrible on defense. I feel like if Harden got in, because Harden's never really played on the big stage like the finals. If he were to get into a game that serious, he'd lock down. He would. He can oh, play no. defense when he wants to. Yeah, he he blocked Dort Dort on the Thunder. He was about to shoot a game winner, and James Harden blocked it. So like I've seen him. Yeah, he he's, can play defense. Played some lockdown defense. If there's one thing, if there's one thing that this current NBA season has taught me, is that fantastic offense beats fantastic defense. It just it happened. The Nets, Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie, Harden, and Durant suck on defense. They're, when they when they first got there, they were the worst rated defensive team of all time and the best offensive rated team of all time, and they destroyed everybody. It's so simple. I guess. I mean, I hate to say it, but KD's kind of injury prone now. So there's not really durability yeah. in that. You don't know when Kyrie's going to play. And Harden's hurt Ky- right Kyrie's now, Kyrie's been consistent. He's the only one that's been consistent. He took that break, but he's he's been there for a minute now. James Harden's actually hurt right now. James Harden's been hurt all year, too, honestly. On and off. Uh, just the past two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you, get, when you look at their bench players too. like Blake and stuff, they're taking a lot of rest breaks and stuff. Yeah. Um, they have that NBA today now. To everyone takes rest breaks. KD. They're super slow. KD's literally been a luxury on every team he's been in for the past few years. Like the Warriors didn't need him. They went 73 and 9. 73 and 9 without him. And now James Harden and Kyrie can lead a team. KD doesn't even really need to play. He's just a luxury. Man, KD was there first. Yeah, say KD was there first for sure. For sure. You can't. I don't know if you can say he was the luxury on that one. I'd say James Uh, Harden's the luxury. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. He hopped so. in towards yeah. the that's, end that's, of the a, train. that's what I was thinking too. Like, oh, look at this pretty ring. Let's put him on here. <laughs> yeah. That was the ice. that was the cherry on the top. Yeah, Harden won his way there. Dude lost thirty pounds when he got there too. <laughs> yeah. Man, stop hitting the clubs. <laughs> you seen you seen how he's injured and he's still gonna travel with the team to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was like, Yeah, I bet he's gonna travel to Miami. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, it saddens me the Heat ain't done really hadn't really done anything this year. The Heat fell Who? off. The Heat. The Heat. Oh yeah. Um yeah. Uh, bubble culture is just different. Some yeah. teams stuck out more than others. It's just a different environment. Um, Sheesh, the Knicks are a fifth seed. East just sucks. Don't even talk about the East, bro. It doesn't count. Oh, well, all right. Well, we're running out of time. This has been the first ever episode of the Under Pressure podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram at underpressure910. We will have a TikTok soon. We will have a Twitter soon. Remember to follow us and get in contact with us. Great to see you all. Have a great night.